Hey there, angry faithful. I just wanted to drop in, bend your ear a little bit, get your attention. So if you're not listening, drop what you're doing and pay attention to me. Because I'm here to inform you that not only can you get your daily, maybe if you're binging it, I'm not sure, that's entirely up to you, but you can multiply your doses of angry me fuckery by paying attention to all of the platforms upon which you can find either the dulcet tones of my voice and David's voice or my pretty face and David's not-so-pretty face. Anyways, digressing. We, not only on we are on YouTube, we are on Spotify, we're on Rumble, we're on Google, Apple Podcast. We have a TikTok page. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and of course, Facebook. So if you find yourself fuckery deprived, curl up with a nice hot mug of shut the fuck up and just listen. Open those ear holes and be prepared to be cream pied like it's the first time. Thanks for listening. Welcome, Angry Faithful. Today on Nerd Sport 76, we're going to talk about the good old days of toe wrestling. I actually have that. It's like arm wrestling, but with uh, toes. So there's that wield anyways what kind of a flex is that man i mean it's like oh dude well. it's the only fans flex because you know they're on fucking only feds and people are like paying their subscription and everything you train for that too like yeah, is there right? a specific yeah, exactly. exercise regimen that you do to, to, to deck wow. those and and, and dude, could you imagine the, a ballerina though a ballerina the was like under on the on the uh, on the ratio <laughs> of or the occurrences of ringworm in that sport. That's true too. <laughs> you know, every single one of them has athletes foot too. Cause that shit is that, that. Can you imagine the calluses that a toe wrestler have? Yeah. Cause they gotta, they gotta like lift. How do you, what do you do with the, like lifting weight? Well, yeah. I mean, then... see, you would get like little, like little string and then you just put that on your toe. You lay down on your belly and you just do curls. Unlike David, if they only bend one way. There's not a lot of different exercises you can do with it. Un- unlike David, who the only time he gets to curl a woman's toes is when he forgets to take off her pantyhose. <laughs> so I was gonna go today. This is what we're doing today. <laughs> this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna fight. <laughs> what we're doing? Okay. It's good to know. Is that is that is that what do we, we we chose violence today, huh? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I mean, I we, mean, Putin's, I mean, Vladimir Vladimir Putin's threatening nuclear war, so why not? Let's choose violence today. Yeah, he's blowing up his own pipeline too. Yes, right. But, well, no. What's really strange is those pipelines has been decommissioned bef- uh, for a while, though. No, it hasn't. The 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 first two, yeah, they were one of them was the, the first two, no, but this was the new one. Yeah. Oh, was it? This was the it heard it think about the new one. Yeah. And it was blown up remotely. And the day that it the I mean, just shortly before it ex- it exploded, there was Russian warships spotted in the Baltic Sea. Is that like, you know, I'm gonna teach you guys and you punch yourself in the face? 
Yeah. That's li- literally how it, this is Possibly, out. This is the most Russian thing ever where, you know, it's like, you know how we play Rochambeau and it's like, okay, I get the first hit. <laughs> you, know? you just punch yourself in, in your dick. In Mother Russia, Rochambeau hit you. You know, it's like. Wait a minute. Wait. wait, wait. Hey, how's. How does that work out for you? I mean, it's it's like Russian roulette mixed with Rochambeau. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, I I, I don't know, man. That's, but <clears throat> yeah, but toe wrestling, hmm. toe wrestling. Yeah, that was that was uh, the new sport that I I found out just five seconds ago. Okay. Well, is that one of those they show on the Ocho? Probably. Yes. And, you know, and I'm willing to bet it's still there's there's, you know, somebody on the Ocho in that sport that inspired Lance Armstrong to not quit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you you haven't made it until you get a movie made about it, though. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean. What would you call the Lance Armstrong story? The one nut wonder? Nah, that'll be Hitler. <laughs> oh. That's uh, on TikTok. Yeah, be fair, Hitler probably did wear that mustache better than anybody else in history. I don't know. I like Charlie Chaplin a little bit better. You know, I'm gonna figure out the ins and outs of how to take that um, that that German movie. What was the the? I forget the name of it. it it's they 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 cut it up all the time and they rework the subtitles. Oh, uh, the yeah, the oh man, <sighs> I keep wanting to say the last days of Hitler, but I know that ain't it. Uh, the one with Charlie Chaplin in it? No, 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 no. no. It's it's fairly recent. Yeah, I mean, it, it came it's out in the meme. Oh, think. that one where he just like pulled, he, he like, he, he grabs his glasses and he's just shaking and everything going. Yeah. 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 Well, it might be the last day of Hitler's. No, it's not. It starts with a B. I think it's Blitzkrieg or something like that. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron Judge has finally done it. Um, he went on a little bit of a drought after he tied Aaron, uh, Roger Maris uh, for 61 for a single season home run record in the American League. And tonight in Arlington, Texas, in front of the half full house, which I'm sure it was probably sold out tonight, considering what was up for, you know, you know, what was up to, you know, for grabs. Yeah, because um, the last ball went up for like three million dollars. Uh, I no, it didn't. Um, the sixty-one, the the record tying ball, he hit it into the uh, the Blue Jays dugout. I mean, a bullpen, and he, that made it back to Aaron Judge, and he gave that to his mom. Um, if the person who caught number sixty-two, though, no, I'm talking about the one from last year. No, you're looking. You were probably remembering that you were looking at the story of the guy who caught Mark McGuire's yes, that one, that one. Yeah. Um, See, the thing about that is that 
you know, he, he was being offered all of these different incentives from the Cardinals themselves. And he wanted all he wanted was a yeah, he just wanted a photo, and Mark McGuire just told him to go fuck off. So he's so yeah, Mark McGuire was like, Yeah, no, nah, I no, I'm, that's not about my life, right? So the guy backed out of the deal and sold the ball the, the following week for three million dollars. Um, yeah, I just I don't know, man. Um, that's like winning like, lottery ticket now. I like well, see, I like Mark McGuire and everything, but you know when it because Mark McGuire, I don't know if he actually roided up because I remember he was he popped hot for Andrewstein, which at the time I was taking Andrewstein also because it was over the counter. It wasn't an anabolic steroid. It it was it was um, like a synthetic, and it was um, an alternative. And you know, you didn't have to cycle on it like you do steroids. So, um, but apparently, it was on the banned list. Now, should he have known? Yeah, was everybody else doing it? Probably. Um, do I think Mark McGuire? I mean, not Mark uh, McGuire but like Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds. Do they belong in the Hall of Fame? Roger Clemens, yeah, because Roger Clemens was doing the rocket thing before he started juicing. He didn't start juicing until he got to the Yankees. But Barry Bonds, absolutely not. I mean, if you look at pictures of this guy, his rookie year, the dude was maybe a buck 75 soaking wet. And then when he got to the giants, the dude was just bulked up. I mean, there's no way for the size of my biceps. Like they were ridiculous. Right. Now they just, what do now? How do they, 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 they the argument that, he, you know, they can make the argument that he still had to have the, the skill to hit the ball, considering that there were pitchers out there juicing as well. But <laughs> I don't know, man, it's just kind of like, so how do they how do they check for the steroids though? Is it it's blood tests, urine oh. tests, stuff like oh. that? But, I figure, I figure they just like sports, measure yeah. the dick before they go in, and and if they like if the dick. Well, if that were the case, and you are a professional baseball Fuck, player, yeah, player. I should be. I'm like super huge. Steroids makes your dick shrink, yeah. so. You would constantly be getting suspended because of your micro penis. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was trying to play that joke, and it worked. I laughed a little bit, and Johnny kind of just slapped me like a little bitch. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Johnny. You used to it by now. I know. It's how most of your jokes go. I know, right? Well, uh, next time I'm gonna, oh, dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that on the soundboard. Just, just do the. Uh, <laughs> oh my pussy! Yeah. Uh. Um. <laughs> well, um, so tonight in Arlington, uh, Aaron Judge led off game two of the doubleheader in Texas. He led off the game with the home run. Um, because do they do oh, from what? From what they're saying today on Drinking Bros was as soon as they make their uh their big hit, 
they take him off. Well, is he's, that still true? he's still contending for the Triple Crown, and he struck out three times yesterday, so his batting average slipped a little bit. Um, right now, um, as of right now, uh, through the first game of their doubleheader today that they had in Texas, um, he's trailing um, the batting uh, batting title or the batting average uh, uh, battle uh, behind uh, Luis Arzies or Arz or There we go. Because um, he's hitting 315, and right now Judge is hitting 310. So he's like right behind him. I mean, he just needs maybe a couple of base hits. Um, and the guy in front of him's got to maybe, you know, he's got to fly out or he's got to strike out a couple of times. Um, tomorrow is the last day of the regular season. Um, now, but the Yankees are out. So this is the last game. No, they're not, they're not they out. Division. They won their division. Um, and they got a first round bye. Um, now they don't have home field throughout the American League playoffs because that that distinction belongs to the Houston Astros. But uh, they clinched their division. They're going to the playoffs. Um, and right now, I mean, we're looking at he's got a. I mean, unless I mean, there's really. He's this close to being a triple crown winner. So unless they took uh, Luis Ariz uh, out of the lineup to protect his batting average, which it's not uncommon, but let me see if I can find... Uh, let me see your scores. Uh, let me look here. Right now, Judge is batting 311. Okay. That's with one at bat through this game right now. He's one for one. Um, so he's batting 311. And let's see, they just finished the third. So he's due up next inning. He's due up in the fourth. Yeah. I think. Let's see here. Josh Donaldson. So. Well. He's either due up in the fourth or he's due up in the fifth. But he he's still he still got some work to do. Um, so between see tomorrow the Yankees play um, at four o five three o five our time uh, in Arlington. Oh, so. Okay. 
more than likely more than likely he will finish out tonight's game and start tomorrow because he needs as many at bats at, as possible in order to uh, get his average up. Now he also needs some help from Luis Arziz to, uh, you know, strike out or you know hit into you know hit into some outs. Either the fly out or he grounds out, um, or hell, at this point, even walking the guy is going to lower his average because. Mm-hmm. You can only get away with one three walk before it hurts your 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 uh, your average. So, but we'll see. Um, you know what I what I love about the last day of the regular season is that baseball has every team start within five minutes of each other, usually. Um, and that goes why, back. Why to, is that? Is that well? Like the... Because back in was it a few years ago. Um, and this was specific. Um, a few years ago, the Cardinals were, you know, they, they had their division handle and um, they were deciding as to whether or not they needed to start Adam, uh, uh, Adam Wainwright on the last day of the season or they needed to hold him to uh, start the first game of the playoffs. Okay. And so what happened was is that um, the team that was in second place played earlier in the day. They lost their game. So at that point, St. Louis didn't need to start Wayne Wright. What was that, Chris? I said they could make their adjustment at that point. Yeah, they could make their adjustment. And so that affected the way that the playoffs, the playoff rotations were sorted. And so that gave whatever team that played later in the day an unfair advantage going into the playoffs. And so baseball said, we're going to stop all that. And they said, all right, there is a consistent starting time across the major leagues. And it doesn't matter what time zone you're playing in. Everybody's game starts within five to 10 minutes of each other. Hmm. And that was, that was one of the rule changes that I, absolutely love and that's because when you're going into the playoffs whether you go into the playoffs limping because you're you know you just happen to string together a bunch of losses or you're going in on a hot streak because you're on the other side of the win-loss column um so i i think everybody needs equal footing when you go into the playoffs and at, at that point, everybody's record is now zero and zero. So I like that rule. Unlike the rule changes for next year where the bases are going to be bigger. Um, I am a fan of the fact that they took away the shift. Um, What's the shift? Depending on, okay, so like if you're a pull hitter, like, say, if you're left-handed, you're pull hitting, you're hitting it to right field, right? Conversely, if you're a right-hand hitter, you pull it, and you're hitting it to left field. Um, it's just your, that's just your natural power side, right? Yeah. 
what a lot of defenses will do is they will shift their defense over to that side. So that way, normally you've got a first baseman and second baseman on the on the right hand side of the of the diamond. Shortstop and third are over on the left. Well, what the shift started to do is move the shortstop over to play second base, and the second baseman would go out to shallow to mid depth right field to take away base hits. Hmm. Okay. You know, and so, I mean, you would get those like uh, true hitters and they would hit it the, you know, they'd hit it the opposite direction. Or, you know, every once in a while you'd see a guy that goes, well, you know what? There's literally nobody standing over there on the third baseline. And he would lay down a bunt and then basically get an infield single off of a bunt because the ball rolls all the way to third base and nobody's there to grab it. You know, so if you take away the shifts, you you start to see more of a true straight up defensive alignment. Um, all the infielders have to have their feet on the infield dirt. They can't be playing shallow outfield anymore. You're going to start to see batting averages go up next year and you're going to start seeing less and less of the no hitter or the potential no hit bids um oh hold on a second i gotta let this damn cat out of here hold on <laughs> oh did you check out uh uh they uh the greatest beer run ever no, I haven't watched it yet. Um, I was wondering. Have you, to have you Chris? Thing. Yeah, um, I I haven't watched it, but I'm familiar with the story. Dude, that was a good movie. Very familiar with it. Yeah, it is a very very good movie. Good. I'm glad that somebody checked it out. Um, I have to apparently watch Hocus Pocus two, strictly for the purpose of the fact that, um. You're married? Well, my wife has already watched it. She watched it on Friday. But there is a Samuel Skelton High School mentioned in this in this movie. Okay. Well, and why that's relevant is that whenever Mindy and I went up to Boston uh, last November, uh, where I proposed to her, we went to Salem. Uh, we caught the train and we went to Salem for the day. And the oldest congregational church in America is in Salem. And the first reverend, the first pastor of the first church, you know, congregational church, was Reverend Samuel Skelton. Oh, okay. And um, this predates a lot of the earliest recording or recorded uh, appearances of Skelton's in the American continent by 40 or 50 years, I think. But so that was kind of cool for me, you know, kind of seeing, you know, my, my family's name there, you know, where the founding of the country occurred, you know, and, and, and cause honestly I had had zero intention of watching this movie. As one of those moments you're like, they had this. Oh, Fucking hell, I'm now I'm gonna watch that shit. Right, yes. Now I'm like, oh I have to watch this now. 
What's well, like uh, uh I'll watch it, but I'll watch it under protest. But uh it's like what was that Chris Pratt and uh Tom Hardy movie about them being spies and everything? Uh uh the the rules of war and shit like that. Art of war. That's what it was called. Well the only reason the only reason okay, the only reason why this I this was was Tom Hardy and Chris Pine. Yeah, Chris Pine. Yeah. 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 yeah Anyways, there's a guy in there. There there's a guy that helps out either Chris Chris Pine's character or uh Tom Hardy's character, his last name's Dickerman. That's the only reason why I was like, ooh, that's a <laughs> Yeah, I defy you to find a, a movie with anybody named Jacka. Good luck. I'll fucking make it. <laughs> <laughs> I will It'll be the Chris Jacka story and underneath sometimes told you so. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> But there has to be certain rules and stipulations. There ha- there can't be any stepmothers, stepsisters. I'm out. You're done. You lost already. Right off the bat, you lost me. Right? And, 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 nobody be trapped. No, and, and nobody can be trapped in a couch, under the bed, or in a dryer. Washer? What about the dishwasher? Uh, he didn't say dishwasher. Don't get any fucking idea. I know, right? Idea. Garbage disposal. There's, there's, there's plenty of... Uh, Wait a minute. At the risk Wait of getting, at the risk of catching hell from our from our female listeners, if they're trapped in the dishwasher, wouldn't that involve a threesome? Because if your stepsister's trapped <laughs> in the dishwasher, <laughs> uh, now it's a movie. No, now it, now it's I'm yeah. trapped in the dishwasher. <laughs> That's that's a whole other problem to have. We could get Rick Moranis to come out of retirement for this, honey. I'm trapped in the dishwasher. <laughs> yeah. I, I pay to see that, yeah. right? <laughs> and he could always talk about how how he always hates it when he gets his Schwartz twisted. Yeah, how the theme zombie run through the jungle. I would pay big money for that. <laughs> Thank you for getting that. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks. You heard it here first, and if anybody out there decides to make that movie, make your uh, royalty checks payable, well, hell to the three of us. Uh, um, there you go. I expect at least an executive producer credit. Yeah, I would take that. Uh, or a speaking role. Oh, that too, because then you get residuals off of that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then, and then, and then we could be like. Um, be like all those child actors from the 80s and 90s where they do TikToks about now we get to play what are we eating for dinner and then they fan out their royalty checks you know and they go and they randomly pick one I would I would be the one I'd be going over to every con that's in everywhere setting up a table and and selling autographs there just based off of my my one speaking line in one movie that nobody's ever watched I would still be right there I'd set up a banner I mean, there there are people that actually legitimately do that 100% yeah. dude I, what was that? What was that ranger that he had? He he played uh, the. It was a uh, uh, platinum ranger and one of the. Uh, he was the uh, white was ranger, or some shit. No, like he that. was a platinum. He was a platinum ranger. Uh, Justin, Justin's name. The only reason why I remember that is because his his actual job now he has a uh, a rent to own business in uh, Duncan, Oklahoma, called Justin Time. Fucking shit you not. I, well, I took him out to eat because he was on the podcast. 
I was like, man, yeah. I'll, I'll take you and your wife to eat. No big deal. Being on the podcast. Now, bear in mind, Chris, this is his second wife because he said his first wife told him to get a real job and that nobody, nobody ever, nobody really cares that he was a Power Ranger. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> she goes, I don't know why you go to those things. Nobody wants your autograph because they don't I care. They have like, like the, what have you done for me lately? Yeah, that type right. of thing. Exactly. But I don't know. So, but moving on to football. Okay. Um, Anthony, Anthony, what was his name? Anthony oh. Brown. Yeah. Anthony um, Brown. got caught on video visiting Dubai, whipping his dick out and assaulting a female at a pool. How is he not arrested? This dude, yeah, he's this in dude, fucking Dubai. All jokes, aside, all jokes aside, this guy has got some serious mental health issues, and he needs help. No, the, the, the reason why I ask is how is he not arrested? Because Dubai has, like, very strict fucking laws. Yeah, but it's yeah, Dubai. Yeah. Money's they, it's also a Muslim country. Oh, yeah, it was just a yep. woman here. So, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of ins and outs behind that. I think that he's still got the wrong kind of people around him influencing mm. him. Um, his mental health needs to be addressed. What did he do he, last year? He did something fucked off last year too, didn't he? Yeah, dude he 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 took off his jersey and quit in the middle of a damn game. Yeah, he threw his receiving gloves into the crowd, flipped everybody the bird. He's waving the towel around. He's walking around like he just. Won the Super Bowl while they're at the Meadowlands during a Jets game. And it's like, why? Because the coach told him to go sit down? Yeah. You know, and I'm just like, and then not even five days later, he's throwing Tom Brady under the bus when Tom Brady pulled this dude out of a dumpster and said, I want you playing with me because I think you're you know you you have you know you 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 deserve a chance yeah and if i'm if i'm unless i'm mistaken tom brady even invited this guy to stay at his house during the season oh i'm gonna check that out real quick you know and and so i'm just like but the the dolphins i'm telling you guy oh man the dolphins screwed the ever loving pooch with uh Tua Tag or Tag I cannot pronounce this guy's last name. Tua. You know you guys know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. All right. So they've even launched an investigation between the NFL and the, and the players association. They've even launched an investigation into that. Um so uh he exited a game back on the 25th of last month against Buffalo. Um, and it was in the first half. Now he has sustained a, a head injury when uh, Matt Milano, uh, the linebacker for Buffalo um, hit him and he was flagged for rough in the passer, but you know, Tua got back on his feet, shook his head and stumbled as he began to trot forward. Um, now, but they took him out of the game. Then they returned him. They cleared him for play in the second half. Yeah, Anthony Brown. Uh, I mean, Tom Brady lets Anthony Brown stay at his house. Yeah. So, but um, now the following week, uh, they go to play in Cincinnati. 
Uh, now, Josh Tupo, um, defensive tackle for, for the Bengals, spins him down. Didn't necessarily look like a vicious hit. It just looked more like he wrapped him up and just kind of spun him down. Mm. Well, when he did, Tua hit the back of his head on the, on the turf. And if you saw the video, man, his fingers were just like yeah. locked. Yeah, up he was, well, you saw even in the second half of that of that uh, Bills game, like he was stumbling. He would just randomly his yeah. knees would just give out. Like he was not yeah. at all. And so, it, it, it honestly, it it kind of looks like to the fact of, uh, I I seen one video that had to help him go towards where the area that he needed to go to because he. Oh, yeah. He was losing he was his fucking way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was completely disoriented, discombobulated, mm-hmm. whole nine yards. And they now, need to, they need to treat him like Billy Bob, and and well, bring him back into the, uh, let him sit on the bench for a while and get a head head checked out. Well, he's uh-huh. in, That's he, he officially he's officially in concussion protocol now. He's been there fucking he, a couple yeah, of weeks ago. True. Yeah. No, he should have been there last week, but. With that being said, somebody's head needs to roll for this. If not, it already happens. Well, yeah, see that? the the neurologist already got the shit canned. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and he's just the scapegoat at this point. But there are other people but in line. Further there, up I mean, in the organization, the Miami personal trainers, they should have all stepped up and said, "Hey, look, we don't think that he's ready." Um. Because normally when you enter concussion, you know, the concussion protocol, you have your helmet taken away from you. Yeah. Ua's helmet was never taken away from him. So the personal trainers, the equipment staff, uh, the head coach, I mean, these people need to be fined heavily, if not fired. Um, because at this point, with the type of uh, concussion and, and neurological damage that he had experienced the week before, uh, during the game with Buffalo, it was compounded when he was sacked during the, the Bengal game. That's the kind of thing that makes those things permanent. We're talking about potential TBI here. Mm. And oh, he may TV. never, he may never be right. I mean, he may never be right again. Yeah, it's almost guaranteed he's, he's full on TBI. Yeah. yeah, so he, he's gonna I mean, have to use a fucking GPS to get into his house. When you lose motor control, the way that he did on the ground, I mean, yeah. he's like, like no, this. it was. He, and I'm like, it hurt my hands just looking at the position some of his fingers were taken, and I'm like, yeah, I he was totally it. locked up too. Like he, yeah. he was not moving at all. Yeah, yeah. I, I relooked I mean, at the videos and everything, and yeah, they had to get the backboard out on him, and and they braced him up and. They they carded him. I mean, dude, they, there was like what a 25, 30 minute delay in the game. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, because you know they're trying to do what they need to do to get him off the field. But you know, and I'm just sitting there going, "Good lord!" You know, it's <sighs> that was hard to watch. That it, was- it was it was hard to watch. You know, and I'm not. I'm not a Tua fan. I'm not a I'm not a Dolphin fan, but I understand from the human aspect, from the human side of things, that it's like these guys. We want to bitch and complain about pro athletes 
jacking ticket prices up because of the size of their contracts. And, you know, it's like, okay, you know that there's inherent dangers when you sign up to play the game that you're playing for a living. But on the backside of it, those inherent dangers could be life-threatening, career-ending. They they could be substantial for the rest of your life. But you also expect the back office to have your back. And be oh able yeah, to the, I mean the head office, the front office here to needs to be in place. Yeah, yeah, you need to be able to trust the staff is going to 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 take care of you if you're actually if something like this happens. And there's yeah. protocols in place. Like there's supposed to be the, the I, that's why the the players association is throwing such a fit because there's yeah. supposed to be these protocols in place that are supposed to stop all this from happening. And they just every roadblock that was put in place was just mowed right through. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it goes into anything that has uh, when when you have like a job that the likelihood of you damaging your head is a constant. Mm-hmm. I mean, military, uh, hockey, uh, anytime that you actually like oil, uh, uh, oil field workers, mm-hmm. any kind of stuff like that, construction workers. I mean, anything that gives you a concussion where afterwards you might actually just you'll have to use like a GPS to get home. Uh, You have to you're you're drooling on your fucking uh, lip half the fucking time because I've had five concussions so far. And, you know, if it weren't for the fact that, I mean, I'm going through chiropractic treatment and my chiropractor is making those adjustments to my neck. Dude, David, you you can attest to this. I have had migraines that last for days, you know, and it, it just it affects your your quality of life. And I mean, we we had a we had to not do a couple of shows only because you, you were like down and out. Yeah, you know, and I mean, it's it's debilitating, and it it it, it takes away from your your quality of life, but. Uh, the, you know, the, the players association and the league came to an agreement, um, on Saturday, uh, they updated the concussion protocol that rules out players who exhibit gross motor instability as Tua did during the dolphins game against the bills, uh, regardless of any con- possible contributing factors. So if, if you're stumbling around or you appear like you're just out of it, you're out and, you know, I'm a hundred percent behind that because, you know, that I remember hearing somewhere, I forget where it was, the average of NFL players who are dependent upon painkillers after retiring from the league is fifty percent. I thought it was larger than that. Uh, it's well, depending on who who you read the study from, it's anywhere from 50 to 75%. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, man, that's just rough. You know, and I mean, when you had people like uh, Junior Seau, he committed suicide because of all the, you know, concussions and the neurological problems that he was having. Um, I mean, he, he killed himself, yeah. you know, because of it, because he just, he couldn't take it. Yeah. Now, you know, and, and this is why, like, 
I'm I'm you know racing fan, yeah. Earnhardt Jr. fan. Um, as much as I hated seeing Dale Earnhardt Jr. retire, uh, you know, I, I think that when he took time away from the car the season before he retired, I think that that was brave. I think it was very pioneering because he just wasn't the same. He wasn't making good decisions. Um, and I mean, all it would have, all, all, all it would have taken is for him to pancake his car and in, into the, into the, you know, retaining or the safer barrier to just jar his head in the right way. And we could be talking about two Earnhardt's having lost their lives on the track. Yeah. You know, um, if you, if you read his book, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but he goes into an in-depth, and and he even did an episode on the Joe Rogan experience uh, about his concussion experiences. Yeah, I watched that episode. It was a good episode. He went to Pittsburgh, and he saw the uh, uh, specialist up there. And, and I mean, even today, he still, I'm sure, has to do exercises at home to train his eyes. You know, I'm sure. But, you know, he, he, and, and you start, and you're seeing more and more of it now, um, especially this season with Kurt Busch still out of the car because of the concussion symptoms that he's dealing with. Um, and, you know, just is kind of, you know, I, I'm going to cut the segue off before we get too far into the NASCAR stuff, but, um, but I'll come back to it when we actually get to NASCAR stuff. But with, with what happened to Tua over the weekend is just absolutely unnecessary. It could have been avoided. Um, sure. You know, and the fact that the hit that he took in Cincinnati, you know, while it, in, in real time and even slowed down didn't appear to be that bad of it as you you know compare it to the the violent dissipation of energy that is involved with a normal nfl tackle um i'm trying to find the doctor's name um uh, dr bennett omutal you yeah see the 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 article on nfl.com just uh, he was an unaffiliated neurotrauma consultant uh, involved with uh, Tua's concussion check during week three uh, during the game against Buffalo, citing a failure to understand his role as the UNC in hostility during the investigation process among the factors contributing to his dismissal. So this guy still, even to that point, is defending his position, saying, I thought he was clear to go. So that's either Tua saying that he was good to go and he faked it until he made it, or the NFL's concussion protocol rules that were outlined for this doctor to follow were just vastly lacking. Um, do I think yeah, that the, no one, no one, the, no one, the buck still needed to stop with him? It, well, it started. It started with him because he could have made the professional judgment to say, hey, look, I know that he meets the criteria to go back into the game, but I feel that at this point, my professional opinion, I don't I mean, think that I mean, he, okay, uh, last week's game. He was literally more or less walking around like he was incoherent. That's and I wonder if he didn't see that video. 
I wonder if that wasn't showed to him. And I wonder if, if he would have seen his condition on the field, if that would have changed his decision at all. Yeah. Cause like exactly. you said, he's showing, you know, if he could, you can say whatever. And, and if you're not showing that you're that bad during his initial uh, examination, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously we're a bunch of amateurs here. We can see that there's, there was something not right there. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. you know, if, with his training and, and his education, he, he had to have known that there was, that what was going on there. If you were to see the video, that makes me think that that he wasn't shown. Yeah, right. exactly. So, but, uh, on something like, go ahead on, on something like this though. I mean, even the coach should have seen what was happening and mm. pulled him off. Exactly, which is yeah, somebody should my earlier point. Some, some, something, somebody else needs to be, you know, be held accountable for this because ultimately, if the team is doing bad, who's the first person that gets fired? The head coach, right? Mm-hmm. Right. On the same, on the, you know, conversely, and on the, you know, at the same time, the the head coach needs to be ultimately not only responsible but for the performance of the players and the team as a whole, but he needs to be held responsible for the safety of his players. And with the technology that, I mean, you've seen some of these new helmets that, that some of the players are, are wearing this year. There's it, the, the face masks are almost integrated. It almost looks like a single piece helmet. Right. Like so, medieval shit. Well, yeah. I mean, they're very sleek. The, I mean, the materials are getting lighter. Um, you know, the, the, the padding technology is becoming better. But the players are getting faster and they're bigger and they're hitting harder. So, you know, and it's when you're talking about the the safety of the athlete, whether they're baseball, football, basketball, race car drivers, golfers, whatever. um, I think that the speed of the games or the chosen sports are outpacing the advancements in technology. And you almost kind of have to wonder how much of that is, is the players not being given access to the newest, latest, and greatest because of cost. You know, and... I mean, we could sit here and we could be belligerent all day long and we could talk about, we'll just let every one of them juice up and see who can go the longest until their heart explodes. Or we could say, look, these guys are human beings. No, I don't agree with the fact that they're going after the largest contracts possible, making the game almost damn near unaffordable for the for average Joes like you and I. Yeah. But at the same time, these guys are not meat. They are human beings and they're there doing a job. Yeah. And, and their job is their job is competition and their job ultimately is entertainment. But well, another thing that's really sad is the basic fact of when someone goes out and they make a new ruling uh, for like safety reasons, and a lot of people that are just viewing this, they go out and it's like, oh, fucking pussies. Remember the back in the day, they would like break arms and everything like that and go back to the field. I was like, yeah, but have you talked to any of the old timers? A lot of the old timers mumble they stutter they've mm-hmm. got 
know, they, they've got mental. I mean, look, at, look at okay. The best the best example is that dude from Death to Smoochie, the the boxer. Yeah, where he's like, hey, Smoochie. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, and that fucking happens. I mean, it's a laughable moment now, but some of some of those football players are just. I, I I met like a like one of them, and he was like, it was like talking to a child, and it, it was sad because there, there was a joke that went around there for a while. It was like everybody wanted to meet Muhammad Ali before he died, and it's like if you wanted to talk to Muhammad Ali, just go to the produce section in the grocery store and pick up a kumquat. Dude. Okay. Okay. Sad, sad moment. Uh, I went, I went up uh, to one of the cons and I went to go, uh, they had the uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Everybody was there. Okay. Including Tim Curry. I love fucking Tim Curry. I can do his laugh a little bit. Fucking awesome. Well, I was in line to get an autograph from uh, Meatloaf. And one of the guys behind me was like, hey, look, I got I got my picture taken with Tim Curry. Tim Curry was this, sitting in a wheelchair because he just had a stroke in like 2015. And he was like, I was like, well, I guess I'm not going to get a fucking photo of Tim Curry. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was like, that's that's literally because I was like wondering of uh, getting like an autograph and everything from him. And they're like, oh, they're going to you you pay for it and they send it to you to your address i was like why the fuck are they doing that then i looked it up i was like he's here and i'm like looking uh, at all the stuff that i mean it's literally like toting around a goddamn fucking statue yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, centerpiece exactly that that's it was like uh i have a i have a, a a stan lee story from a guy that had, uh, I knew a new guy that uh, what he does in Japan is he just takes celebrities around Japan. Okay, he's the interpreter, and he he it's a meet and greet, and he meets everybody. So he had like, uh, he had a tote around Stan Lee. I was like, oh, dude, that's fucking awesome. He's like, no, it wasn't. I was about to kill his manager. I was like, why? What had happened was. Is the manager took Stan Lee's uh, uh, hotel room, which was like the big room, and the manager put Stan Lee into his room, which is like a small one. Yeah, and he eventually had the Tokyo Giants come in, and the whole fucking team was about to beat this fucking manager's ass. So all that shit that happened, like, at the end of his life about his manager and everything, I knew that fucking shit happened, like, two years beforehand. And I talked to, like, Kevin Smith about it. It's like, hey, Kevin, I hate to, I hate to do this to you. Can, can me and you, like, talk for a second? It's about Stan Lee. I was like, oh, it's a Stan Lee story? You know, you just made I was like, no, this happened. And he's like, I'm going to go check up on this. I mean, it was it, it it was just so happened. I I'm, I met uh, Stan Lee and Kevin Smith the same day, but I ended up talking to him. I was like, "Hey, dude, he was just in Japan, and this happened." Yeah, and he, he's like, "Let me let me check up on this shit." And I didn't hear any. I, I heard like I wish someone told me. I guess I guess 
Kevin was like really, really stoned that day. <laughs> but yeah. a lot of the times they, yeah. A lot of the times though, they just they're 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 props. That's that's all they want these players to be half the time when they have to be like safeguarded. They're just props to a lot of people. Yeah, and a lot of people don't understand that. Yeah, pieces of meat that generate revenue. Exactly. Yeah, but uh, so let's kind of let's let's just move on to the scores from last week. Um, The Bengals ended up beating the uh, the Dolphins twenty seven to fifteen. Now I didn't make any picks for this for this for this past week. Um, You're lacking on the picks. I know, man. We haven't done our picks this year. I'll, I'll do them tonight. We'll do them tonight. Okay. Uh, you have access, so I don't know why. You... Uh, I know. I know. Well, okay. So before we get into that, um, <clears throat> I'm still surprised about the Cowboys. Before it gets too late and before we go anywhere close to those, we have one little installment that we have to do. Okay, while he's getting Colin on and everything like that, uh, oh, uh, I had a talk with uh, Kurt for the uh, VetFest DFW. Apparently, I talked to Kurt about it. Apparently, there's like a shit ton of those uh, uh, VetFests. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Dude, I've had like two or three different ones reach out to me already. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, apparently that's a uh, that's a thing, and they're all up there in in uh, in the North Texas area too. Well, I know the one in Georgetown, but that's over by Austin. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the ones that have been reached out to me are, are over in the uh, in the Dallas area. Yeah, Kurt's telling me that. Really, Dallas area? Well, there was one that was. Uh, I'm trying to remember exactly which specific suburb it is, but. I'll in that, like I said, I'm that North Texas area. There's, there's, I mean, I want you to, I, I wanted you to like do an incognito on this one because it, it's, it's one of those things that, uh, and I'll, I'll talk to you about it afterwards. Mm-hmm. Just go, go up there and hang out with me and everything and help me do because they, they have the uh, do from like, it played some kind of role with uh, Steven Seagal, mm-hmm. and that's like the beginning of uh, November. <laughs> That, that nuts. Can you imagine? They have, they have, they have. They have. Uh, uh, All right, here we go. Okay. Johnny Skillman. Hello. Hi. Hey. Okay, so Colin is uh, he's not on Facetime right now. Yes, I am. Why am I fuzzed out? That's weird. But okay. Um. It paused my camera. I know it paused your camera. It's for your safety, I guess. No, it's not. It's because I'm making a normal phone call as opposed to a FaceTime call. Yeah. Because our host of Joke Time with Colin informed me that he is sitting on the toilet pooping right now. Oh. (laughs) All right. So here we go. All right. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls of all ages, angry faithful. It's that time once again where we ask you to 
sit back, relax, make sure your trade tables are in their upright positions, and enjoy the inevitable crash landing in all of its beauty. It's joke time with Colin. Go for it, bud. What did Secretary Santa's Back up and say that again. What did the receptary? The secretary. Yeah. Okay. What did the secretary say to the sperm? Start say it the sperm bank. Okay. What? Yeah. Thank you for coming. Okay. Get done doing what you're doing, get in the shower, and I'll I'll call you tomorrow, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Love you, bud. Love you. Later. Uh it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the beautiful travesty. Much like the Hindenburg, or every airliner that has ever crashed, minus the ones on 9-11, that is. It's a beautiful train wreck, but that is my genetic code on display for your eyes and your ear holes. I hope that it left you weary, tired, worn out, and exhausted. It's, it's, it's not as Emotionally bad. drained is the word I would use. Emotionally yeah. drained. It's almost as bad. It's almost as bad. Code. It's almost Ladies as bad as the. Uh, <laughs> it's almost as bad as the joke that I heard today. Are you? Are you? Oh, what, what, well, what's sad is the fact is that I gave him a joke earlier uh, over the weekend. Uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, I sent him a joke. I'm like, hey, may, maybe he could use this one. <laughs> no. What did the secretary say at the sperm bank? <laughs> Thank you for coming. <laughs> um, like that's not that good. We're gonna ruin this. I seen I seen one today. It was uh, are you Seven uh, Eleven Brown or Nine Eleven Brown? Okay, David. I'm gonna say this to you, and I know Chris is gonna understand it when I say it. But halas halan. <laughs> oh my gosh okay (laughs) okay moving on with the scores um the vikings beat the saints the browns the browns are going to screw around and they're going to impress people this year they barely 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 lost to the falcons 23 to 20. Um, the Bills overcame the Ravens 23 to 20. The Washington Commanders. No, not the Washington State Commanders. No, not the Walla Walla Washington Commanders, but the District of Columbia Washington Commanders strolled in to AT&T Stadium thinking the debut of their black on black on gold uniforms, their restyling, their rebranding was going to come in and wow. The Silver Star Faithful. Well, Cooper Rush managed to do what no Cowboys quarterback has ever done in the history of the franchise, and that is win their four 
for, or their first four starts. Do I think that Cooper Rush is Brady 2.0? No. Why? Because, well, to quote the wolf in Pulp Fiction, let's not just go start sucking each other's dicks quite yet. <laughs> okay. Um, there's a there's a meme going out, and it's like a, a Anakin Skywalker, and uh, he's Cooper. And yes, that was Jack. a TikTok video. I saw that today. I was yeah. so impressed with it. Um, little sidetrack. I saw a video. Um, there, uh, Ewan McGregor was walking uh, down a red carpet or something like that for a premiere, and a fan yelled out at him, can you please sign my hat? I had Christian Haydenson sign it yesterday. Yes. Christian Haydenson signed my hat yesterday. I need you to sign my hat. And he calls the guy over. And he's like, oh, give him the gold Sharpie. I handed him the gold Sharpie. And he goes, where's he is? Where's the signature? And he goes, he said it's on the front. And he goes, okay, I just need to find it. Can I sign above him? And he was like, yeah. He goes, because I'm trying to get the high ground on him. <laughs> above Christian Right on top of him. And he's like, hello there. You know, and I'm like, oh, that's so great. And there is rumor. I don't know if it's true or if it was just a meme. But Scotland named its highest, renamed its highest peak to either uh, after Hugh McGregor or after Obi Wan Kenobi, so that way he would always have the high ground. Oh, that's fucking awesome! That's great. I'm like, oh, I want that to be true. I so want that to be true. I'm, I know I'm that googling brother, it right now. I know that his brother. I know that Hugh McGregor's younger brother is a pilot in the RAF, and yep. his call sign was Obi two. Obi two. Yep. Because his brother played, you know his, you know his uncle was was in the original trilogy, right? His, yeah, his uncle, brother, played, his, his uncle was uh, with Yeah. Did you know he told or uh, uh, Sir Alec uh, Guinness he had yeah. talked to you and when when Ewan was uh, up auditioning for Obi Wan, uh, he had met uh, uh, Sir Alec Guinness and he told him not to do it. He said, don't do it. You don't want this movie. He said, the, the Star Wars movies, it's just, it's dribble, it's trash. Uh, it, it's just gonna, it's, it's gonna drag you down. It, it's gonna anchor you. You're never gonna get a good role after this. Like, it's, it's gonna ruin your career. And, uh, and he ended up doing it anyways. And then you see what happened. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sir Kid has told him not to get it. Okay. 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 It, there's a petition. Oh, oh, okay. You and McGregor, Obi Wan statue placed on the highest point. Oh, there you go. On the mountain. Yeah. That yeah. I, I need that to be a thing. I, I need to find that position. I need that to be a thing because you are going to start seeing, and I'm, I'm calling it now. You're going to start seeing people showing up, and there's going to be pictures scattered across the internet of people with the pose, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, it is real. Scotland's tallest mountain to be renamed Kenobi in honor of Ewan McGregor. Yes. There oh, we go. Yes. Gotta go to Scotland. Gotta Road go to Scotland. Trip, boys. Angry Me Production meets Scotland. Oh my God. Somebody tell the Scots we're coming. I um, know, right? I am right, I'm now, going there. The Detroit Lions have already won one game this year. One whole game. Wait. This is week four now. We're going into week five. But 
the, the Lions are going to surprise some people this year. They're 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 rebuilding. They're finally getting that young core, and they're getting players to buy into the system to where they want to play there. Did they even make the playoffs last year? No, no. But they played. Seattle came into their house and squeaked out of there with a three point victory, forty eight to forty five. Mm. Against the Seattle Seahawks. I should have never got that high in score. No, they should have never gotten that high, and 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 the Seahawks should have run away with that game. Um, the Chargers. Well, <laughs> the, Chargers yes, the Texans. The Texans are now zero three and one. Um, I don't know if to. I don't know what to say about the Texans, man. I really don't. Um, the Titans beat the Colts. Um, honestly, I think I would have had that going the other way. But um, the Giants are uh, – they they beat the Bears barely, 20-12. to 12. Um, The Jaguars lost to the Eagles, 21-29. to 29. The Jets, J-E-T-S-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. They beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh, twenty-four to twenty. Um, the Cardinals over the Panthers, twenty-six sixteen. The Patriots lost by a field goal to the Packers, twenty-four twenty-seven. The Broncos lost to the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders, at home, twenty-three to thirty-two. The Chiefs beat the Buccaneers, forty-one to thirty-one. On is this going to be, I don't know, people are going to call this, oh, it's a passing of the torch game, blah, blah, blah. It's a Super Bowl rematch. Well, you could say it's a Super Bowl rematch in name only. Truth of the matter is, is that both teams are completely different. Yeah, because yeah, uh, a lot no of players from a lot of, yeah. a lot of the other players from uh, L.A., they, they, they left the team afterwards. L.A.? We're talking about the Chiefs and the Buccaneers. You're talking about L.A.? Oh, I thought they were talking about L.A. God damn it. Did you pick up on what I was doing, Chris? Playoffs? You're talking about no playoffs? Playoffs? (laughs) Man. Playoffs. Practice? Um, And then last night, uh, I did not see this one coming, but the Rams lost to the 49ers 24-9 in San Francisco. Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but uh, all right. So let's 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 do this. Um, week five. Let me let me get. I never have a damn pen when I need one. Thank you. It's a wonderful thing. Bite your finger and write one. Look at that. Okay. Um, Okay. All right. So Thursday night, we're looking at Indianapolis over there against the Broncos. They're playing in mile high. Oh, you know what? We're going to take Denver over Indy on that one. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we're looking at the three and one Giants visiting the Tundra. They're going to Green Bay to play the Packers, who are also three and one. Um, 
the Giants have a quarterback issue going on right now because they put their running back in as an emergency quarterback. So unless something happens, I'm taking the Packers. Mm-hmm. We're going to take Green Bay over New York on that one. Um, the Steelers at the Bills, we're going to take Buffalo over Pittsburgh. That That's kind of a no-brainer. Okay, now we're looking at the Chargers at the Browns. Now, with the way that the Browns have been playing lately, I say we're going to take this one as our upset pick. I'm going to take Cleveland over over Los Angeles. I mean, it's a bold it's a bold move, Cotton. So we'll see how it plays out. Um, this one's going to work that way, but it's it's an interesting pick. Hey, you know, I mean, if if average Joes can beat Global Jim on the Ocho, <laughs> right? Um, here's the no-brainer pick of the week the 0-3-1 Houston Texans going to the 2-2 Jacksonville Jaguars we're going to take Jacksonville over Houston on that one that's, that's going to be the crap game of the week yeah I'm you kind of want to watch you kind of want to watch that game only because you know every once in a while you like to go to the school and just you know, right. Are we sure there aren't any like football teams they could play or something? Yeah. Is there a practice squad they could uh they could go Exactly. Let, let, let's let's call it the Dallas practice squad, throw some Texans gear on. You know, it's like, come on. Um Minnesota hosting the Bears. Minnesota's three and one, the Bears are two and two. Um, the Bears play kind of flash in the pan, kind of off again, on again. I'm going to take Minnesota over Chicago on that one. Um, and it's almost and, – and, and, and it's more because, you know, I, I'm looking at it like the Bears have really kind of lost their fundamental base mm-hmm. on how to play. Ball handling, tackling, you know, just just your basics of the game. The Lions at New England. New England this past week had five players to include their quarterback, Mac Jones, inactive for the game due to injury. Yeah, but they still get the New England special powers because of the audience. That's not necessarily true. I mean, even during the days of Tom Brady you know, Miami would come up there and win in the fucking snow. Yeah. Um, I kind of almost want to take Detroit on that one, guys. I don't know, man. What do you think? That's a bold move, Cotton. I move that line. So come up with something else there, Spanky. All right, fine. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> All right, come on. Talk me out of this. What the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> uh, talk, yeah, right. Like, talk me out of this pick here because I'm, I'm I mean, looking at it. Lions haven't really had that much of a good team since, like, you they know, both got the same record. They're both one and three right now. Yeah, but you're looking at uh, every once in a while, the losers can pick up. Yeah, 
Okay, so uh, here's, here's what we're talking about. The last time they were efficient and they had a really good name was because of Axel Foley. Really? That was. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That joke fell so flat. It reminded me of the scene when Axel Foley got to go into the Playboy Mansion and he's having to smack his dick, going, Look, man, this is the day that we dreamed of. You need to be awake for this. What are you doing? in the bathroom. Come on, man. Just just one time. One time. Okay. So here's what we're looking at here. Who's a better coach team? Well, Belichick is actually really good. Belichick? I'm saying. All right, so so Emperor Belichick, he he may be like the ultimate Sith Lord, but the Patriot offense right now is 18th in the league. Okay, um, they've got the number 10 defense. Detroit's got the number 11th ranked defense right now. So it's it's one of those neck and neck games. Uh, Detroit is fifth in the league in passing. New England's 22nd. All right. I'll go with Detroit. You got me. You got got Detroit ranking sixth in the the league in rushing versus 10th in the league uh, with New England. Now, don't get me wrong. Obviously, I'm a New England guy. But... I mean, it's just weird. Barring, I, I still, I can't, I can't pick New England over the Lions. I just, I cannot, I can't pick New England over Detroit because Detroit's going to remember who they are sooner or later. Yeah. So, I mean, is that what we're going with? We're going with Detroit over New England, right? Yeah. Uh, I will agree under protest. I just, I just want to be able to come back uh, next Tuesday and say I told you so. Well then, <laughs> or get I'll, totally ripped apart, obliviated, saying you know. Hey, you know, I, I mean, if if it turns out to where it, our, our pick comes out to, to to fruition, or comes to fruition rather, then you know we'll just be like, <laughs> you know, I mean, what was it last season, David, that we kept picking the Denver Broncos? Oh yeah, every, fuck yeah! Every time we would they would fucking lose? And we're like, all right, you know what? Screw it. I'm not going to pick. I'm not going to pick Denver anymore. And then what happens? They win. They win. Yeah. No. So it was, it, it was one of the death knell for the team. So that's that's what I mean, we had to go, You know what? Maybe we should go like the opposite, just so they we, we can make bets. Because that was our goal is actually make. I need to be. I'm I'm here to be your contrarian. That's what I'm going to. I'm just going to whatever you guys decide. I need to go the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> and we we'll just do that. I'll, Chris, I'll be, and we I'll see Chris all bed. the monies. And, and he I'll makes the throw myself Yeah. All right. So the next up that we've got on the docket is the two and two Seahawks going to the Saints, who are one and three. Now, uh, the Saints have got a good running game. They're 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 running back. He's got some skill, man. Um, if you give Jameis Winston a clean pocket, he will pick you apart. Problem is, I'm gonna get that. that Jameis Winston. 
under pressure, Jameis Winston cracks easier than the crab shells that he was trying to smuggle out of his smuggle out of a restaurant in his pants when he was a Florida State. Did that fucking really happen? He got arrested for shoplifting Dungeons crab legs from a grocery store in his pants when he was still going to Florida State. Dude, have you seen their fucking? Well, they have a thing. Have you seen their fucking uh, cafeteria for for their football players? Which screams, why was he trying to steal Dungeness Crab? Dude, it's... Have you seen a Dungeness Crab? It was asked in that cafeteria they would have given him all he could fucking eat. Fuck yeah. Okay, so... Not the same as having him at home, David. What? We're going to take Seattle over New Orleans. Agree. No, Um, sorry, I got to go say I forgot. I'm the odd man out. Forgot about that's that. That's not your sole purpose in life. <laughs> that's not your sole purpose in life. Oh my god. Okay. Um the Dolphins, the three and one Dolphins at the Jets. I would take the Jets. The Jets are playing some surprising football this year. Um so far. I mean they're two and two. They're five hundred. Yeah, we're four weeks into the season. And they're, and they're playing their two and two. So I mean, they're they're playing five hundred, which is technically winning football. Um, the Dolphins are at three and one. Two of those victories came with two under center. Their backup is 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 good. I mean, on paper, on paper, you you sh- we should take Miami on this one. Um, but, but you got to take the emotional toll into account as well, too, though. Yeah, I mean, these guys, they, I mean. They're an emotional team right now. They they are. So, this one's going to come back and bite us in the ass. I'm going to take the Jets over Miami. I agree. Um, we just made a lot of fucking fans in the New Jersey area, I'm telling you right now. I say, on paper, it should be Miami, but uh, I just don't think they're going to have it this week. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. The Falcons visiting Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. You got to go Brady. I'm taking Brady all day. What's funny about this game is the fact that because of the hurricane damage in Tampa Bay, this home game might actually get played in Minnesota. No, it won't, um, because Minnesota's playing at home. Um, this might actually get played in Atlanta. I'm not entirely sure. It just depends on what the damage is. Who's, who's got the bye week this week? Uh, or is there a bye week? No, somebody's got a bye week. I just don't know who. Um, uh, right. Keep on talking. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take we're gonna take Tampa Bay over the ATL. Um, the Titans at the Commanders. Do we take Tennessee on this one? There, where we could do neither. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an option? <laughs> They're gonna play to a tie. Um, <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> I got to bear witness to the one solid single solitary tie that this league will see this year. Um, I'm still trying to wrap my head around that. I mean, because Chris, I was at that game, right? And and we're in overtime, and Indianapolis is driving down the field, and they're setting up for a field goal. I don't want to get into a fight walking out of this stadium. I was wearing my Army jersey, my West Point jersey. Yeah. Because right? I didn't care. It was, it was the jersey from last year's Army-Navy game, the 9-11 jersey, because it was 9-11, right? Yeah, yeah. I was rooting for the Texans that particular game because I didn't want to get into a fist fight because I was trying to get away from a fist fight, right? The Texans give up a 17-point lead to go into overtime. They three and out. Indianapolis gets the ball. They drive down the field, and they're setting up for a field goal. I'm sitting there going, you're going to miss this kick, jackass, right? And then just as they snap the ball, I'm yelling at the top of my lungs, laces out, Dan. (laughs) He misses it wide right. Everybody's looking at me like, oh, my God, dude, you did that. I'm like, don't you fucking put that shit on me, Ricky Bobby. (laughs) Don't you put that evil energy on me, Ricky Bobby. (laughs) When Was that the the 64-yard kick? Yeah. No. 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 What? No. Um, but the Texans get the ball back. They punt it. And stay, I mean, it was like fourth and two or something like that. You're in overtime. Go, yeah, for, you go for that all day. They punt it away. And Indianapolis ran the ball. With 45 seconds left, they're running the ball. Like, what are you doing? They like just kind of both said, you know what, screw it. We're just going to play to a tie today. They weren't feeling it or something. I don't know. But dude, it is the oddest feeling in the world to walk out of an NFL stadium to complete silence. (laughs) Neither fan base was talking shit to the other one. I just kind of want to just put their head down and just walk to the concourse. People were looking at their phones walking down the concourse outside of NRG. <laughs> yes. And and you want to talk about the most well-behaved and, and orderly evacuation of a parking lot post a sporting event? <laughs> that was it. I'm like, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, we're going to sit in the parking lot for about an hour, wait for traffic to thin out or whatever. No, the tailgaters packed up their shit and left. There was a guy pulling out of the parking lot, towing a smoker. The smoker was still going. <laughs> Ron Swanson pulling out of the park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was. I'm sitting there going. <laughs> I keep on talking. I got to. And, and you know, like, okay, like, so you get these teams that are like sports, you know, they're, they're animal themed, right? Correct. I'm expecting somebody to have Colt burgers somewhere in this parking lot. And this guy probably had them in his smoker as he's leaving the parking area. <laughs> he's chilling at about 20 to 25 miles an hour, and there is smoke rolling from his stovepipe. And I'm like, 
Oh, that's that's great. I'm looking. I'm like, does he is he one of those redneck dudes that's got the upright smokestacks for his dually diesel? No, no, this was a straight up <laughs> regular old Ford Super Duty two F two fifty, you know, gas engine, mm-hmm. pulling a trailer with a smoker on it, and the smoker was smoking. <laughs> I'm like, and the cops just like. I mean, what can you do at that point? What do you tell them? Right. You know, I'm sitting there going, isn't that a fire hazard? I, I mean, only if it's you know, at a certain point, it's going to burn itself out. Yeah. Because it, it can only get so hot. It can consume at such a speed that eventually you would think that the fuel would just burn itself out. Yeah, you're going to get increased the, the airflow over there, so it's yeah. going to get hotter, and you'll be fine. You'll just burn it off quicker. I mean, it's either that or he was just really going for, like, he's he's like, fucking my brisket's stalling out. We're going to get on the road. It'll be done by the time we get home. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> something, right? All right, so um, getting back. You know what? We're just going to be nice to the to the people of Middle Tennessee, and we're going to take Tennessee over the Commanders. Yeah, um, I think that's Forty Niners. We're going to take San Francisco over Carolina. Another mm, safe pick. As much as I hate to say it, we're going to take the Eagles over Arizona. Mm. Tyler Murray's good, but he's not, he's not. Yeah. Him. That hurts, but yeah. Again, all um, agree. Will Cooper Rush win his fifth start against the Rams? Probably not. I mean, all things considered, I think they fare pretty well. I don't know. I, that's a tough call, man. Bottom's going to fall I wanna out. Be, I want to be realistic and say that they could possibly pull that off. They could. Now, you've got Sam Darnold still playing defense for the Rams. It depends on who they line up on the other side of him. Yes. Um. I know Tyron Smith, I think his name is. He, he had an ankle injury. His ankle rolled on him or something like that last Sunday. They retaped it and sent him back out and he was fine. Um, you know what, screw it. I'm going to take Dallas. Dallas over the L.A. Rams. Um, Cincinnati at Baltimore. You know, honestly... I haven't been that impressed with with Baltimore lately. And normally they're just good enough to where they're annoying. Right. Yeah, their defense has always been kind of the deciding factor for them. But, yeah, they've they've gone downhill recently. I think Joe Burrow is going to have a pretty decent day. I think Cincinnati is going to take that game. Okay, um, and our Monday night affair, the Las Vegas Raiders at the Chiefs. Chiefs all day. 
Kansas City all day. Not even a question. Yeah. All right. So let's go over these again here. All right. So we got Denver over Indianapolis, Green Bay over the New York football Giants, Buffalo over Pittsburgh, Cleveland over the Chargers, Jacksonville over Houston, Minnesota over Chicago, Detroit over New England, Seattle over New Orleans. Uh, the Jets over Miami, Tampa Bay over Atlanta, Tennessee over Washington, San Francisco taking care of Carolina. Philadelphia is going to take care of Arizona. Dallas is going to go in and shock the world. You know, I hate that phrase. Hey, should we shock the world? I'm at pitching this. Just say... Oh, the Cleveland Guardians get to the World Series and they beat the Dodgers. They shocked the world. Meanwhile, halfway around the world in some North Korean rice paddy, <laughs> Korean Sung Young guy stands up and goes, Fuck me. <laughs> Guardians won the World Series. <laughs> Are you really shocking the world? No, no. Vladimir Putin's going to go, you know, the oh. Guardians managed to beat the Dodgers. That's kind of like Ukraine right now. They're beating the shit out of me. You know what? I, I Guys, I'm just so wrong. I, I'm, I'm shocked as you are. We're, we're pulling out. I, <laughs> it's just a shock that I can't believe. War's over because... <laughs> yeah. Heck, boy, war's over. Holy shit. <laughs> Or, or that, that saying that lightning never strikes twice, and there's a video out right now where apparently he's walking down an alleyway and he gets hit three times. Yeah, <laughs> like dude, you should have stayed home and bought fucking lottery tickets. All right, um, like, how do you piss off? off God like three times? <laughs> yeah. that, dude. You know, God sitting there going, "Hey, son." What's the over under? I can hit him three times. <laughs> <laughs> you know, over it was a hold my beer and watch this shit. This is gonna be funny as hell. You watch. <laughs> We're gonna get the clout today. You know, please God forgive us for we know not what we do. Um, <laughs> so Tennessee over Washington, San Francisco over Carolina, Philadelphia over Arizona, Dallas over the Rams. Cincinnati is over Baltimore and Kansas City wrapping out the week with a win over Las Vegas in Allegiant Stadium. Have you ever listened to the radio broadcast for the Raiders? They got Brent Musburger calling their games. Who's Brent Musburger? Okay, Brent Musburger for years called college football games on ABC it was not an uncommon appearance for him to call bowl games all the way through, including the national championship. Um, back He's a John Madden of uh, college football. Yeah. So, all right. So, one of the most memorable Brent Musburger games that I remember, I was still living up in Wichita Falls. This is when Tim Tebow was still playing at the University of Florida, and they were playing the national championship game. David Nelson was one of his wide receivers. David Nelson went to Ryder High School. 
it's always kind of cool to hear your hometown be mentioned on a radio broadcast, a national radio broadcast. You know, just like whenever I would hear Joe Castiglione talk about how Ryan Brazier is from Wichita Falls, Texas, right? It's always, you know, just kind of cool to hear that New England accent say Wichita Falls, right? But, uh, <laughs> but hearing Brent Musburger talk about David Nelson from Ryder High School, Wichita Falls, Texas, catching a touchdown pass in the national championship game from Tim Tebow. It's just cool to me. Right. And I'm like, that's that, that was, that was, that was like my favorite Brett Musburger call ever. And then he called that UT USC game in the Rose bowl, didn't he? When they I played each other so. the national championship, man, People still talk about that being the greatest foot college football game ever played. Mm-hmm. Vince Young should have stayed one more year. Yes. If he would have stayed one more year, he wouldn't have gone to the Titans and he would have actually mattered. Yeah. Um, Is that actually, the draft for their junior year? Actually, he wanted to play for the Texans. <laughs> if he'd have stayed one more year, the uh, Mario Williams experiment would have fizzled. And he would have ended up in Houston anyway. Um, The same thing with Johnny Menzel. Johnny Menzel should have stayed his ass in all the way through his senior year. Yeah, his his ego got away from him. That that was the biggest thing. I mean, that is a classic case of your daddy should have whooped your ass. Oh, big time. Yeah. Um, Colt McCoy, he, uh, he, he plays in Arizona now. And uh, you know how Colt McCoy, Texas Longhorn, right? Well, Cliff Kingsbury is the head coach. He was a quarterback at Texas Tech. So a couple of weeks ago when UT lost in in Lubbock to the Raiders, Red Raiders, Colt McCoy bet Cliff Kingsbury that the loser had to wear the other the other school's gear and posted it on social media. You saw the most whipped dog look on the boy's face in the Arizona Cardinals locker room wearing nothing but Texas Tech Red Raiders. And he even had to do this. Oh, man. Oh, man. He even had to do the guns up. And he had this, I'm just doing this so I don't get fined look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got, uh, one of my, one of my, one of my best friends, he was, he was the best man at my second wedding. He went to Texas Tech the same time Cliff Kingsbury did. So we went to go watch my buddy graduate, you know, walk the stage. I got to watch Cliff Kingsbury walk the stage. And you would think that the place would have just completely erupted in applause. Really? It was a slow, dull. clap? Wow. I'm like, wow, really? This guy basically put your program back on the map and this okay you know but you know being this i mean because cliff Cliff kingsbury never really went anywhere yeah he i I think he got drafted but he got cut and then he just went to coaching he coached he went back to tech to coach for a few years and then he got like a um offensive coordinator job with a&m 
And then he went and got a pro job as a head coach. Now he's coaching the Arizona Cardinals now. Oh, wow. But anyway, so um, did you write those down, David, or do you want me to physically post them? I didn't write those down. All right. One job, dude. No, that's not my job. He has access to the Facebook account too. You had you had a pen in your hand. You have paper in front of you. I can see yeah. it. From yeah, you, you, sir. <laughs> I don't know what the I'm fuck you're talking about. Just Chris. Disappointed. What what are you what are you fucking talking about, Chris? Just I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The only, the only good, the only other good news I, I have is uh, the Texans beat out OU this year at the Cotton Bowl. So, but uh, I guess uh, are, are we gonna go? Because we're we're pushing nine thirty right now, and I got I got sleepy time because I gotta wake up in the morning. You're such a so. Hold on. We're past his bedtime. Hey, it's getting there. It's reasonable. How old are you? Take a break for a second, David. Well, your after, after January, it's going to be totally finish. different. Let me finish. Okay. Like how I did that? <laughs> yeah. It was 3D. You never dang. <laughs> it was coming at me. It was almost got to get me. But I docked. I left it right. Left it right. You, you, well, on top of the fact that it's not allowing me to post. Uh-huh. Just copy and paste and send it to my messenger and I'll fucking post it. Okay. All right. Um, so. I was going to say you need to just take a break, step away from the microphone for a minute, go into your latrine laboratory your powder room whatever you call it reach into that drawer get your vagicil and clear out that drip huh. Huh. <laughs> huh. Huh. very common affliction called sand in the vagina itis Uh, this is, 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 is going right to be on. like a common occurrence and I just need to prepare for? Clear that out. For you? Probably. Probably, yeah. I okay. imagine you're going to get that quite a bit. Yeah, with both of you motherfuckers. Fortunately <laughs> <laughs> for you. Fortunately for you. I'm not making any more new friends anymore because it's hurting my ego. <laughs> Fortunately for you, David, they make bug plugs in increasing sizes. Yes. Right? You, like know, a, you can no 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 you know okay 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 it's like a trainer kit. I think I think it was Maria that 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 sent me this was she found this like training butt plug things no yeah but anyways it go it, it has stages it's it's like mm-hmm. small medium and large and then it gets large yeah. and everything mm-hmm. like yeah what the that's a oh wow don't act like you yeah. don't have one of those. Just when you start looking at the hente dildos and, and the tentacles, stop. Yeah. 
Yeah, the horsecock tentacles are that's that's more advanced. You're not there yet, David. Okay. I mean, we don't want you to go there, bud, because I mean, you don't want my farts to just be like. <laughs> no, what when you have to when you have to worry is when you start to get the baby head dildos. Those are the one. That's when you have to really start worrying. That's when we need to get the intervention going. Yeah, because if I can ever get you out on a golf course, I don't want to be distracted and lose the back off challenge because of us, you know, a slight My breeze. Start whistling. Yeah. <laughs> now it's, it, it's like, hold on, hold on. You'll know when the wind is blowing though. And you'll know how hard it's blowing. It's by... not that the wind is blowing. It's what the wind is blowing. Well, we don't want to hear that. Make sure you're standing upwind, but you'll be able to tell the velocity just by the pitch right. of the. Yes, yeah, the, the... yeah. See, <laughs> I'm telling you, that might be a, that might be an asset. I mean, on the bright side, though, he won't have streak marks in his underwear anymore. No, That's true. true. It'll be rings. Yeah. But. <laughs> And you'll be a bad shit. Everything just plops out. I think about it. You won't have to strain anymore. You won't have to worry about it. I know, right? It just 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 relieves. Right here. We're not coming up with any cons. I mean, just 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 get your kegel exercises in every day. Right. (laughs) You need to maintain your pelvic floor. <laughs> oh wow we, oh, this thing has tragically gone off the rails I sent that video to y'all guys y'all didn't watch it <laughs> Justin which one is, uh, oh. it was the one where it, uh, are you, can you do like a 40 minute presentation without uh, preparing for the presentation and he's like I could do it Hell, my ADHD, we'll go on a fucking trip. That's been every conversation we've ever had. I went yeah. to the doctor. Yeah. I don't know what AD is. I've got any of them sons of bitches. <laughs> Dude, I was supposed to talk to you about something off air, and I'm fucking, I don't even remember what it was. The reason why I have a we didn't even get some NASCAR on. news this week. So, you know, I'm just like, oh my God. Okay. So. <laughs> and just uh, remember, kids, the new movement on, on online is, is that <laughs> you can't date a trans, ma- or a trans man or trans woman and still be straight. There's hope for you yet, David. Uh, yeah, no. I know. I, I was kind of sad face right there. Anyways. <laughs> I'm David Dickerman. I'm Johnny Skelton. I am Chris Jackson. And this is Nerd Sports 76. Thank you all for oh, watching. Oh, we cut out. You know what, dude? I'm going to put you on the spot. Black Rifle sponsors Mike Rose the way I heard it now. I was not aware of that. Yeah. In the last he was few weeks, he, he, he does live reads. 
Yeah, he 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 was on their podcast. Any usually, anytime uh, one of the people are on like uh, the Black Rifle Coffee podcast, they they usually sponsor him too. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, we need to make that happen, bro. I mean, it's not like I don't know some people. They're they. I'm I'm oh, I'm telling you, I'm not ready yet. But all right, we'll go ahead and go up to the front and prom and see if we can get a little bit of action. All right. Even you know what? You know what? Fuck the prom. Let's just go up to the reunion and try to get some action. No. Even the ugly girl and the kid with Down syndrome get voted into the homecoming court too. So you're good. That's a t-shirt. Even the down kid gets voted to homecoming. Shot worth the shit out of that shirt. Are you kidding me? We gotta write that down and make that shit. ATB, fuck yeah. Uh, all right everybody <laughs> thank you all for watching and uh, <laughs> i hope you uh, finally got my butt oh, keep it between the light white lines people <laughs> we'll catch you on the flip side <laughs> oh, it's victory